This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Hi, guys, and welcome to a new episode of Couch Talks. Couch Talks is the bonus episode of Unique Therapy where I, Kat, answer questions that you guys send in to me directly, and you can send those to Catherine, K-A-T-H-R-Y-N, at unitherapypodcast.com. And quick reminder that, yes, I'm answering your questions. No, this is not therapy, but it might help get you into it. So let's jump in. Usually I, or in the past, I had been doing two questions a week, and lately I have been doing one because it allows me to go a little deeper into some stuff. So I will say up top, today we're going to talk about one question that kind of encompasses more than just one thing. So first, I want to talk about last Friday, I guess it's Wednesday, so half a week ago, Lisa Haim released an episode on her podcast, The Truthiest Life. So if you don't know Lisa, she's part of the Amy Brown Podcast Network. She's amazing. She's a registered dietitian and she has this podcast called The Truthiest Life. And she released an episode on Friday where I was a guest and I had actually recorded this episode a while ago before she went on maternity leave. And I kind of forgot a lot of the stuff that we talked about. And I do remember, however, I do remember being very nervous about the interview because I usually am in charge of the interviews. Like I've been on plenty of podcasts and I have a podcast, but I'm usually in charge of the interview or it's not about me. It's about something I know about. It's not like about my life. And so I even said on the podcast that this was one of the most anxiety provoking episodes that I had ever done because it felt very much about me and less about what I know or what expertise I have or somebody else's life. 
So when it was released, I also didn't know it was going to come out Friday. And so I woke up and I was like, oh, because I subscribed and I saw uh, it was like at Cat Devada. And I was like, oh, whoa. And I was visiting this past week, my best friend who lives in Boston. And I was like, oh, dang it. I'm not going to be able to figure out what I even said in this episode. Like I, w- I did get some extra anxiety about it. And luckily she had to do some work. So I went on a little walk run and listened to it and was surprised that I didn't say anything that I um, want to take back. Now, at the same time, did I think it was perfect? No, but I don't think any podcasts are perfect. And I think it was honest. And what needed to be said and put out into the world was said and put out into the world. So I'm going to let you guys listen to it. I'm I'm not going to talk about what we talked about a lot today, but it basically talks about my development from someone who was very much living in a place of I'm not good or I'm not good enough and I'm not wanted to a place where I really wanted to be a part of my own life. And we spent some time in that conversation talking about social media and it kind of lines up with the episode that I did a couple weeks ago, which is so funny because they were so far apart when we recorded them. But it lines up with this episode that I did with Nabiha Syed from The Markup a couple weeks ago. And in that episode, we talked about boundaries with social media and how to take back agency and power. And that's why I'm even doing this experiment that I'm doing right now where I unfollowed everybody on Instagram. So if you haven't heard, I'm, I've unfollowed literally everybody that I follow on Instagram and I follow zero people, nobody. And I'm doing an experiment of what that brings up and how that affects how I feel about myself, my life, how much I'm on the app and what I actually post myself. So the reason I'm even talking about all this is because I got an email that I want to read and then I want to talk about it and answer some of her questions. And it's talking about social media. And her questions came up after listening to the episode I did with Lisa on The Truthiest Life. So I'm going to read the email and then we'll chat. So here it is. Wow, wow, wow. You and Lisa spoke some truth on your episode together on Truthiest Life. A few things really stuck out to me and I would love your thoughts on this. What are some ways we can protect ourselves on social media from having other people's opinions affect us? Is there a way to turn off likes? Any other tips? I feel like everything I share or post instantly makes me feel like I'm monitoring how many likes I'm getting and what comments are being said. And another thing, I would love to hear any tips you have on healthy social media habits in general. How much is too much? When do we know if it's become an issue? What is research showing us as to how social media affects us mentally and emotionally? I watch The Social Dilemma, but would love a therapist's perspective. Once again, awesome job to you both. So thank you for the kind words. And there's so much to talk about here, which is why we're just going to do one question today. And I won't even get through it all. And I will also say I'm going to do a whole episode at the end of my little experiment where I'll go much deeper into this stuff. And honestly, I feel like a part of me is like, you've talked about this so much lately. However, part of making positive changes comes from continuing conversations and not letting them just be a one and done thing. And then we never do anything about it. So I think that the social media issues we need to continue to talk about. Yes, yes, yes. We've heard that it affects us and we're addicted and it makes us compare ourselves. But we need to keep talking about that because it's still happening. That Nothing has changed. We just are more aware of it. So we have to continue to be aware else we're not going to change anything. So let's start with the basics here. So she asks, what are some ways we can protect ourselves on social media um, from having other people's opinions affect us? Is there a way to turn off likes? Any other tips? So basic, when it comes to likes, you actually can turn them off. So it doesn't show the number of likes you have on posts, which I think is really cool. I think this is genius. However, 
I do want to say that when people can't see your likes, I think that there's going to be something that happens because of that. And you have to have an internal boundary not to check and pay attention because I think people can still like your post. It's just not posting how many people are liking it. And this is an assumption, but I just would wonder that if people can't see how many likes that's not being shown, they might be less attuned to like actually like it. So then you might get less likes. So you have to have an internal boundary that you're not going to check them, even though other people can't see them, if that makes sense. And I haven't done my research on this fully. So you might not be able to see them if people like them, but I know you can see that somebody liked it still. So that's going to come with an internal boundary that you're going to have to turn on. You can also block certain words and hashtags from showing up on your feed. So if you don't want to see a certain word, you can block it and it won't show up anywhere. So if somebody even comments that, their comment won't show up to you, which I think is very, very cool. We also know that we can block people and we can block accounts. We can mute accounts. I think those are all really great ways to help us create some like boundary setting that isn't all about like willpower and us we can help ourselves out I will say with that having other people's opinions and thoughts about us not affect us is an even bigger issue though because I think if we really get down to it there's not anybody who who is a healthy connected human that doesn't care at all so zero percent about what people think of them there's just levels of that we can care about what people think about us and also care about our opinions and value our opinions and our thoughts more so I think that's something that might be tackled on your own through therapy or maybe some journaling or your own experiments but these things like turning off the stuff and taking off likes might help just disconnect you from the constant need to know what people are saying about your stuff. I also think there's something to be said about being very intentional about what you post. So am I posting this picture just because I love this picture? Am I posting this thing because I love this thing? Or is my honest intention to get attention? Am I looking for attention? Is that why I'm posting this thing? Okay, well then you're probably going to check the likes, you're gonna check the comments and you're gonna be really excited if, if it gets big and really bummed out if it doesn't. So if I'm posting something simply because of that, there needs to be some like work behind the scenes with us around being more careful and intentional about what we're putting out into the world. Hey guys, Kat here, and I have something very important to talk to you guys about. Now, I know you're used to hearing me talk about therapy and how important it can be for you and how transformative it can be for you in your life. But if you're somebody who's tried therapy and it just hasn't done the trick, or you just need a little extra boost, I think I've found the next best thing. And the next best thing might just be Cozy Earth and their bamboo sheets and their bamboo pajamas. It feels like you are stepping into a buttery, cozy, warm, and cool hug all at the same time. And that's just their pajamas. Don't even get me started on their sheets. As soon as I touched them, I said, okay, we're changing the sheets right now. And the bonus is they come in this really cute travel tote so you can take your sheets with you wherever you go. Elevate your summer getaway with Cozy Earth's luxurious bedding and loungewear, ensuring the comfort of home wherever you roam. We're all in luck because you can discover your next destination for ultimate comfort at Cozy Earth. Visit CozyEarth.com and use our code UNEED at checkout to get 35% off. Yes, 35% off. And let them know that we sent you You Need Therapy after you check out. 
Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Now, there's a lot of new research on how social media is affecting us in so many ways, including our self-esteem, which in a large part affects our ability to show up in the world with a sound and healthy mind and a sound and healthy sense of self. And I thought it was wild, like so wild that the day we posted our podcast on reclaiming power over the internet, that was the day, the one I did with Nibi Hassayed, that was the day that Facebook and Instagram shut down, which I'm like, what are the odds? Now, I don't think I broke the internet, but it was just a coincidence that we were kind of talking about that. And then that day it was gone. Now, what we have to remember is that these are tools that were created to offer us something, not take things away. Instagram wasn't created to lower our self-esteem. They were supposed to help us, not hurt us. And there are so many positive things about social media. I love social media. There's so much good that comes from it and that can come from it. But we have to be very clear on what those things are for us. So maybe take a second and ask yourself, like, what does social media do for me? And how do I want to use it? What does it offer me that I really value? Like, what is that? And then we have to create ways to continue to use it in that way. We have to remind ourselves that we actually have the power to make that happen. We we have to do that. Like I think that so many people are like, oh, it just is a it sucks the time out of me, or it makes me think this, or it makes me do this. And we have to remind ourselves that we have the power to get what we are looking for out of these apps. We just have to be very careful and intentional about how we use them and know that they are very careful and intentional about how they posture themselves so we use them certain ways. I was talking to somebody recently about, I don't really use Twitter, I just use it for the weather. because there's a really good weather account in Nashville. So I don't know like a lot about it, but she was telling me about how there's this like, uh, I guess part of it where it has like all the trending stuff and you can just click on these things really quickly. And I was like, okay, I get where you might think that they created this part of the platform to like help you get information faster, but they actually created this page so you stay on Twitter longer. And like for Instagram, 
the discover page. They didn't create that page so like you can find what you need quicker and easier. They created that so you stay on the app longer. And we have to remember that and remember that like we can be more powerful than these apps. And I, I say this and I think this is important because social media doesn't have to be black and white. It doesn't have to be all or nothing. I can use it. I, I, I can't use it. Life generally doesn't work that way. And when we try to operate with that mindset, we miss out and we don't learn about literally our power and our agency in the world. Now, something that I thought was also wild when I went and unfollowed everyone was how many people and things and accounts I followed that I simply just did not care about and how much extra information I was feeding myself that I did not need and that I did not want. We don't have to follow everybody that we know or meet. And I I say that it sounds simple, but like you meet somebody at a party, they follow you. You don't have to follow them back if you don't care about what they're doing. Like you don't have to. And you're allowed to not care about other people's lives. Like you are. I'm giving you that permission. You don't need it from me, but you just might need to hear it. You're allowed to not care about what this random person that you went to high school with is eating for breakfast or when so-and-so is walking their dog and what shoes this person found at Target. Like you're allowed to not care about that stuff. And I think social media has created this community-esque idea that I'm connecting to people and I should care. But like, if you're honest, like I don't really care what so-and-so had for breakfast. Why am I looking at this picture? It's just like so crazy that that is such a simple thought, but I feel like I even have to say it to myself too. Now, I think that Instagram was really onto something when they created the close friends feature. And this is something that I use a lot and I'm really happy exists. And I think that it fights against one of the biggest issues with these platforms. And this is the desire and the need for more, more content, more followers, more responses, more likes, all of that. Well, when you create a close friend group, instead of posting to your story to all your followers, you're posting to a group of followers that you can choose. And it could be like five people. It could be a hundred people. It's a lot of close friends, but it's smaller than the pool that you would post to your actual story. Now, let's say we use Instagram to keep in touch with family and friends, which is a great way to do that. Let's create a close friend group and then post things to that. Then you are mitigating the wonder of why certain people didn't watch your story or why nobody replied to this or why you didn't get as many like hearts on this because you're just sending it to these people who actually really do care about your life and actually have earned the right to know what you're eating for breakfast if that's what you choose to post. The thing that we have to come back to is that we can enjoy things without people who are not involved being involved. You can have fun at a party without people knowing that you're there. It's a wild concept these days, but it is a thing. And you can enjoy a vacation without posting the pictures of it to social media or to anything. Like you can enjoy a vacation and and have these pictures and love these pictures and have had a great time without other people knowing. Somebody liking a picture of you on vacation doesn't mean you had more fun. And what we've done is we've created a lot of patterns, a lot of patterns that create this need to feed the pattern. And then that's why we need this validation. It's like the food for the pattern. We've created almost like an animal-like thing inside of us that needs more and more and more and more and more to stay satisfied. But we didn't always have this and we forget that too. I was talking to my friend that I visited this week in Boston and I was like, remember when we just like went home after school and we didn't know what our friends did that night or we didn't know what they did over the weekend until the next day when we saw them or 
till Monday when we saw them. Like we didn't need to know that they were doing while they were doing it. We got to have conversations about it later. But now we need, 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 need because we have that ability and we've had that ability. And the good news is we can wean ourselves off of this. This has been trained and we can untrain our brain. When we are posting things and then monitoring to see who sees it, how many people like it and who's commenting, this is a natural response to how Instagram has trained us up to be, talking specifically about Instagram. However, I have to sit and ask myself the question, why does any of this matter? Like we're feeding this animal that needs all this validation and attention, but then I have to ask myself, why does this attention matter? Do I even know? Like, I really want you guys to even ask yourselves that question. It may really matter and it may be very important to you because let's say you built a business off of Instagram. So it's a matter of your actual career and livelihood. Okay, I get that. And then we get to look at Instagram as a business and rather than like a legit picture of our full our authentic lives that wouldn't be that and so there's some separation there but if your Instagram's not your business maybe you can't come up with an answer maybe you're like I don't know why it matters why does it you have to keep asking yourself that over and over wonder sit there and wonder do I think that if more people like it it means more people care about me does that feel true and I would just invite us to be a little bit curious right here. Just be very curious. Instead of just like thinking it matters because it matters, be curious. Why does this matter? Just because I think it, just because I think this matters doesn't mean it actually is. A thought doesn't mean an actual fact. So why is this important? Maybe ask yourself, what does social media give me? And then we maybe ask ourselves, what does it take away? What does it give me that I don't want? And I think the reason I'm even having this long of a conversation right now about this is because when it comes to boundaries around like this person asks, like, what are some boundaries I can create? So Instagram and social media isn't as affecting me as much. And it's really hard to just be like, you need to create boundaries of social media. You need to only have a timer on your phone that shows up when you've reached your limit or put your phone down for two hours after work or all of that. Like, it's really hard to just give yourself boundaries and limits and then you be the sole responsible person to uphold them. I think that's really talking more about discipline and willpower. And that's just really tough to snap your fingers into. Um, I talk about this with like when I'm doing work with clients around eating disorders of recovery isn't a matter of like willpower and discipline. It's not like just do it. It's how do I set myself up so it's the easiest for me to do those things. So the question that I want you guys to ask yourselves when it comes to like, what are the boundaries or what do I need? It's what do I want to do first? What is my goal? I don't want to be on here as much or I don't want this to affect me as much or I don't want to post as much or I don't want to check my likes as much. Okay, what do you want to do? And then what do I need to do or what do I need in order to make that the easiest to uphold? Because if it was really that easy, you just wouldn't do it. So this could be a million things. It could be stuff like not having the app on your phone or blocking certain hashtags or telling somebody that you're doing this so then you can have an accountability partner. But I, I just wanted to say that lastly, that there's not like a trick for me to give you guys so you can just like snap your fingers and not use this the same way. This has more to do with asking yourself and being really curious about what do I not like about what I'm getting from this? What do I want to shift and change? And what are some ways to make that shift and change easier for me? Doesn't mean I'm going to do it perfectly, but it is going to help me do it. And I just want to say, 
in the closing of all of this that this is one of those things I feel like I say this all the time but it's easier said than done and I'm in it with you and that's why I'm doing this experiment where I'm like oh what happens and what shifts in my life when I just stop looking at other people's lives all the time how does that change the way I look at mine and feel in mine how does that change the way that I just show up in general presently with the people around me And so maybe you do an experiment and that helps you figure that as well. So you can figure out what you do need because what I might need might be different than what you need. So thank you so much for that question. And thanks for being curious about um, wanting to make positive shifts in your life. And again, if you haven't listened to the episode with Lisa on the truthiest life, go do that. She's awesome. And she has a very calm, easy way of conversating with people that just kind of lets you say things that otherwise you might not say. I was talking about that on Instagram the other day, speaking of Instagram. And I really like that about her. So the conversation was really easy and calm and it's safe for me to have. So again, thank you, Lisa, for that. Go follow and subscribe to The Truthiest Life. And thanks for being here. Have the day you need to have. And I will see you guys on Monday. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.